0: good morning everyone welcome back to the second part of our networking podcast i'm hoping today we can keep things a wee bit more civil uh, and i hope you get something good from it as well hope you enjoy
1: Good afternoon. Um, this is us back for the second instalment in networking. Um, on on reflections during the week, we, we had a bit of a chat, and I uh, probably need to <clears throat> clear up bit my views.
0: <laughs> that'd be safe to say. Anything. I think I will. I probably need to do that as well. Like so, ne- well, ne- ne- neither of us is is innocent. We both what we get.
1: What we all say is, um, in my defence. Ethan was exceptionally low on sugar levels last week. Um, yeah,
0: well, I should preface if anyone doesn't know, I'm diabetic. So, and one of the one of the side effects of having low blood sugars is you're. Uh, it, it comes across really dead on. You're so. you're probably a wee bit more agitated and uh, can get quite uh, uh, quite <laughs> passionate about things more so than usual. I don't. In fairness, I probably no. would have said anything that I I said to Mark. Uh, Anyway, but probably just in maybe a slightly he's slightly a, nicer way. He's been apologising all week, so. Um, but we're moving on. We're moving on. I don't I, Well, I don't think it was. I know. It was probably a bit heated for a podcast, but I think if you were just chatting among two people, it probably would have been all right. But so yeah.
1: What we're gonna say? Um,
0: we should probably clarify what what each of us meant, and then swiftly move on
1: from it. Sure. So we were talking last week about networking, and it came up about I think that.
0: First, first, uh, the first time you meet someone or something.
1: Generally, if somebody you meet in the street or in a shop, or they they come across maybe a wee bit um, downtrodden or negative, or glasses always half empty, all that kind of stuff. I prefer my interactions to try and be always positive. I always try to be upbeat and friendly, and you know share positivity because I think that sometimes can be contagious and it can definitely help people improve their day. I think um, if it's the opposite and it's quite sort of negative, um, I think then there's not really as much room for for maneuvering in terms of improving somebody's day. Mm. Oh, I just had a really terrible morning there or something, all this kind of stuff. And I think just when I hear that, I I just kind of switch off (laughs) because – that would ruin my day. Mm. I'm just trying to be. Obviously, what you were saying was
0: no, no, I would like. Oh, no. I want, I'm not arguing with you. <clears throat> I just want to interject and say, like, 99% of what Mark's just said, I do actually agree with. And I myself am, I would be quite a positive person, and I always do, I always do try and look for the more uh, optimistic uh, side of things, and um, I. I agree entirely with Mark and saying that you should always, you yourself should always try and be positive and always try and encourage someone and, and yada, yada, yada. And I do agree with that. My, my only pushback last week was that if someone is going through something you don't understand, you don't know what they're going through, um, it, you've, you'd be doing a disservice if you just, uh, just ignored that and didn't want to talk to them again. Yeah, so... And I don't actually, as much as Mark was maybe... Uh, or I felt Mark was coming across that way last week, I don't actually think he would actually do that either. No, I think... Uh,
1: and that, that kind of be a sort
0: of... It's very hypothetical. Yeah, um, that,
1: that kind of be a scenario there, obviously, most of the time going to people in their lives that they can chat to anyway. Yeah,
0: more so than you. More so than <laughs> me, the first
1: person that yeah. I'm just getting a coffee off them or, you know, holding the door open for somebody yeah. or just walking beside somebody, you know, it's not... <clears throat> I don't have to probably be that person, hopefully, um, but... Normally, if somebody <clears throat> comes across again, it's maybe like a character. You obviously do know that, and yeah. um, is that the statement read then? So we can yeah. move on, we're
0: safe. I think, yeah, you think you just have to give people a bit of grace sometimes when you when you um, first meet them. But, no, I will. We'll move on. So uh, w- we tried last week to to start talking about networking, and and we sort of aired our mm-hmm. our, uh, our our opinions on it and and whatnot, but um, it's. It's something that's really changed over the past sort of 10 15 20 years because it mm-hmm. used to be back in the day that you were sort of bringing a group of sort of loosely related people into uh, some conference center or some hotel and it was just a matter of exchanging business cards and 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 the hope that you might get an extra transaction for for your business or for your company and mm-hmm. that's significantly changed and probably for, for the good and in, in the most part, because you're now seeing a similar thing. Yes, people still meet up in uh, in conference centers and hotels and stuff, but the people that are actually attending them are they're they're a lot more similarly minded. Um, yeah, they're, they're all are. they're all coming from the exact same area. You you know for a fact most of the time that the people that are attending those twenty uh, first century networking events are are going to benefit from each other. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong, you still get the odd stuffy one here and there, but I think for the most part it's it's improved.
1: Yeah, I think um most people now can't be bothered. You know, they just yeah. want to go there and actually meet people that they can actually be dead on with and be themselves with, you know, mm. and I think that kind of perception of being businessy and very, very professional, I think that <laughs> People I, I do business with and connect with the most are people that maybe I'm friends with first initially. Mm-hmm. I just click with them, you know. Maybe we were similar interests, or we do something. Um, maybe we like sports or or music, or or it could be anything. Yeah, you know. And I think that's sometimes an easier way to build a relationship yeah I, mean, I think
0: that work as as we said last week that works very well for us in the business that we're in because we're a very personal business and we're we're wanting to hear people's stories and we're wanting to yeah. understand all these things mm-hmm. but there, there are there are others out there where it's it's for the it's for the good of the company it's for the good of the business type thing and and that will supersede any uh as much as i i agree that there's a that you should try and come across as personal as possible um or as appropriate there there are certain situations where it d- doesn't matter if, if you two g- like the same music or support the same football team or whatever it might be or mm-hmm. are going to be best buddies you want the guy that's going to do the job the best for you yeah. and as we said last week there will be certain situations where that is always going to supersede how well you get on with yeah. someone uh dep- d- totally dependent on on your company uh like and I suppose, especially with us, we if we're if we're thinking about bringing someone to speak at one of our honest inspiration events, you're you're going to have to think to yourself, well, how much value is this person going to bring the people who may or may not be attending this event? It doesn't matter necessarily how well we get on with them. So, I, I do think it's important.
1: So for me, I think because um, it's, it's a tricky one for me because I think for me, fundamentally, it is like how how nice a person they are i think um
0: oh well, they have to be nice and but i mean like in stuff. terms
1: of like, like being out going i have to connect with them like there's plenty of guests that we maybe we haven't asked and i'm not sure if we, we will purely because i don't think we would be a fit or we would connect or or maybe what they would have to say um <clears throat> would be <clears throat> part of me would maybe be relevant for what we're trying to do but i say that that's, again that's for a hypothetical because yeah most people you meet are really nice yeah. I think definitely every guest we've had speak or been involved or um, mm-hmm. even came to it you know we're all like minded so we all connect really a lot easier and,
0: and I think events events is a very difficult thing to, to sort of tackle this subject with because if so you're many if, yeah, so many because if, if you have a very niche event <clears throat> let's say mm-hmm. um, in one sense it's In one sense, it's it's slightly easier because Mm -hmm. you have a very specific type of person that you want to bring to that event. In that case, you can play the card, well, Um, I want to bring the person who knows the most about this topic or the person that can provide the most value Mm -hmm. about this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, But in another sense, you're running the risk of that person maybe not being as... uh, as, uh, you might not click with that person the same, or or they uh, they might come across a wee bit impersonal to the to the audience. But yeah. if and then again, you have to think about the audience: is, is are those attendees wanting to get the most knowledge from this person, or mm-hmm. are they wanting mm-hmm. someone more personal? And it, it's very, <coughs> <coughs> it can be very difficult to read sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's but uh, that just comes through experience and, and deciding which is more appropriate in which situation. But I
1: think so far we're doing okay. I think, yeah. I think people we've had... And people we have planned, and we're confirming yeah. in a minute, to speak at our next ones next year. Um, They're all people that initially without really even knowing much about them. Some people mm-hmm. we haven't really met yet, but um, you can stand over them, mm-hmm. you know, and you, like, I
0: think... it's It's quite a... It's a lot of pressure, but because, like, you're... <sighs> You're effectively acting as judge, jury, and executioner as (laughs) as to who's coming to speak at our event. And hypothetically, you could okay some, you or me could okay someone to come and speak at this Mm -hmm. event, and the audience might think, "Oh my goodness, I can't stand this person." And but I would say for like I'm talking hypothetically because for the most, for actually for all our guests so far, they've all been excellent, and all our future ones that we've planned um i'm I'm hundred percent confident that they'll uh that they'll provide a lot of value to the uh, to the get or to the attendees of the event but it is a lot of pressure and it's something like it, it keeps you up some nights thinking uh just what if you're weighing up a couple of people to mm-hmm. fill one spot and you're thinking'
1: oh, I don't know it's such an interesting um problem to have because um yeah I think like there's so much Stick because there's so many different people coming to it, and like, will I enjoy that? Will this person will they get what they have to say, or will I hit home?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: thankfully, most people will get something positive from everybody yeah. that comes and speaks. But
0: and it's something again <clears throat> that's very important when you're going into any kind of networking event, or in our situation where we're networking with people, sort of like and lining them up for future events and stuff, and uh, you always have to have the mindset that you there is something to learn. From everyone, and it's it's respecting that, and and at least letting them uh, letting them finish before you before you make any kind of judgment mm-hmm. on them.
1: But it's it's, it's a funny thing that because like, and uh, that's
0: of course they're downright rude and ignorant from the outset. Like, they even know that, but I think yeah.
1: that relates so well into um, every day's for uh, relationship building and network building and circle building because you have to be able to. <laughs> Stand, you, have to, you have to be able to read people and stand, stand over them that your network you're not like for me
0: like if <laughs> you don't want your own reputation being tarnished for the sake of being associated yeah, with someone absolutely
1: or, or somebody that's maybe swindled somebody or done something yeah. bad or um,
0: and that's, that's guilty like, by association yeah
1: and I think thankfully one of my sort of things that I've learned to do, be better at is read people a lot better I mm. think
0: and that only comes through experience, like it you. Does, it does. You've got that, like your. As I said this last week as well, as like your experience in doing that is, is amazing. And I, I, I have it actually in a in a different um, in a different way because, uh, as you know, I I work as a physio as well, and like I can I can tell almost immediately by by looking at the person when they come in and through the door to an appointment with me, I can be fairly confident, maybe it's not like 70 to 90 percent of the time how this person is going to be Mm -hmm. uh, if they're going to do their exercises if they're actually listening to what i'm saying Mm -hmm. if they Mm -hmm. know what they're talking about themselves if they know actually what's happening to themselves Uh, I, i can tell nearly all the time what their overall prognosis is going to be like, whether this person's going to get better, and usually mm-hmm. I can sort mm-hmm. of guesstimate how how quickly they're going to get better as well. And and you only get that kind of experience from from repetitively interacting mm-hmm. with people. And it's something we talked with um, with Chris from uh, Ulster University there the other day, and he was um, we were talking to him about um, about our own event, and uh, it's definitely something that young people in general. Uh, find find very difficult to do is is overcoming um, overcoming that initial barrier uh, when you're actually trying to trying to network with people, uh, just even saying hello to someone or, or breaking the ice with someone. <clears throat>
1: it's funny because I think so many people will struggle to go up with a stranger, yeah. and start a conversation with them.
0: Yeah, and <clears throat> I think both of us have kind of been forced into doing that both of our li- oh, different absolutely. lines of work. Like, if if a a patient coming in to me as an, as an entirely, as a, as a stranger uh, in every way. And like, well, I can't just like get nervous and like not talk to them like that. I'm doing it. I'm doing a mm-hmm. disservice to them if I do that. And it's, it, it's one of these things Like it's one of those scenarios where you just kind of have to get someone to throw you into the deep end of the pool. You have to my, get over
1: it, I think um, I came from a sales background before I went out me on. And I think regardless of what you do, if you're self-employed, you're in sales because mm. you have to sell your service or whatever you're offering or your product and you just have to sell yourself. And selling yourself is just building a relationship. That's all that yeah. is. And I think as soon as you get into that and understand that, it's so
0: easy. And it's it starts in, in, in very, very subtle ways because I was talking to a girl the other day and I won't mention her name, but um, about um, sort of... Uh, that, those initial steps of, of communicating with someone about like smiling at someone at a, a cash crash register mm-hmm. or um, looking someone directly in the eye like those those are two very very subtle ways in which you can initially start a conversation <clears throat> like that person is m- way more likely to start a conversation with you because you looked at them or because you smiled at them than they would be if you just look down to the ground and walk past them on on your way out of the shop or whatever it might be and that's that's how it starts Mm -hmm. and then it's um it's when a bunch of people are going into a network event holding the door open for someone Uh, like it's it's real it's real tiny things and there's a lot of steps that come before actually making that first conversation actually speaking to them
1: i think confidence is a big thing i think there's so many times that
0: but you see, everyone's everyone's confident enough to hold the door open for someone. Like there's no mm. there's no communication in that, but it in in a way there is. I think it's just deciding
1: that kind of stuff. But you you can definitely notice the people that maybe aren't necessarily comfortable or confident in their their situation or their surrounding scenario that they're in, you know, and you can always spot them, the ones that are very quiet and you have to maybe Engage with them, and I, I don't mind that because I can spot that, and I can understand mm. that there's maybe been times that I've been there, but a lot of this was, just, was maybe that just do what be there.
0: Yeah, you know, so and it, well, it is. Yeah, it's a mixture of not wanting to be there and, and and that confidence thing. I think because you'll get people that go to say a business networking event, mm-hmm. and they're either just starting out or maybe they are a student or something, and they're thinking to themselves, "Well, I don't have a." like a hundred thousand pound business or I, I I haven't, I'm not an entrepreneur yet, or Mm -hmm. I'm not high up in this industry or whatever it might be. And they think that they don't have anything to offer, but Mm -hmm. they're they're forgetting that all the people that they're going into the room with all started at the exact same position that they did. And they all had to go through, uh, go through all of this as well. So
1: that actually brings us very, very nicely into what i maybe say is my first network and tip. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> when you're trying to meet somebody or be nice to them or or do business with somebody or increase your network, there's so many times that um, <clears throat> like as, as we just said there, that maybe you're going in somewhere and you're maybe not confident of what you could like, oh, should I be here? Am I qualified to be here? And um, I think that's your opportunity just to go in and offer people without anything in return. You know, go in and give as much as you can value wise to people. Um because obviously if you go to network and you're there to get something, you know what I mean? You're there to oh I need to get this person, I need to get that kind of client or but if you can kinda go in and just be selfless, be you know, here we go, here's what can I do for you? You know, and I always like to do that with people I meet because I think um <clears throat> it's just a nicer way to start a relationship. Start the the friendship, with the business connection, whatever it is, you know, how, how can I help you? And it's, it's like
0: when we met with that with that guy the other day, and we said to him, "Is there anything that we can do for you?" Yeah. And he he literally replied with, "That's people don't usually ask me that." You know, and, and
1: that's didn't remember us, and out of that meeting, because of that, we we'll probably do quite a lot with him, and his organization. You know, and it's because you know if if you're secure enough and confident enough to. Just to be nice and go above and beyond,
0: and there's so much, so many people that don't really get that. Mm. You know how oh, can you? But it's not not even that. Like there, there are some people out there who, and especially students and and very and people, I suppose maybe straight out of uni and things like that. There, that they maybe in the grand scheme of of business mm. and un- entrepreneurship, they they maybe don't have an awful lot to to provide. But what they do have is is actually. Um, the ability to show their eagerness to to, to learn and yeah, apply themselves and like if you if if you're a business person out there and you go to some networking event and you see this student coming up to you and introducing himself and you ask them what they do and they say oh i'm a student and uh blah, blah 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 and and they basically they're coming across in such a way that they're there to learn of people they're 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 that and that's all. You, if you are a student and you go to something like that, that's all you have to do. Like I'm, I'm just here mm. to. I'm a student at the minute, and I'm, I'm wanting to to get to know the people in the industry and uh, really just learn as much as I can from everyone because that that's a big deal. There's a there's a, a big running theme with a lot of high end entrepreneurs and business people, and the fact that they've they've made their money and they've made their businesses and they have a massive desire to mentor people. Yep. And if they have any kind of um any kind of inclination that you as a student are going there to learn off them. Like Mm -hmm. first of all, it's a massive ego boost for them. And secondly, it's fulfilling that desire to mentor people and to sort of see the next generation of entrepreneurs coming up because if that student or if that individual is showing that eagerness now at this networking event to just listen to someone, to just learn what <clears> someone <throat> has to say, then they think how, how massive they're going to be in whatever industry they're going to be in in 20 years' time. So
1: I, I can relate to that because that's that's kind of what i done. done. Um, when I finished my uni degree, firstly, it wasn't worth very much. The paper was printed on Um I'll say no more about that. I think, well, not even if I got it first, I, th- I would I'll probably say the same English. But um, when I finished that, I know your grammar's pretty good. My, gr- my, grammar's, <laughs> my grammar's good now. <laughs> my grammar's not bad. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> when, I, when I left uni, I. That's
0: a running joke, by the way, if no one understands what that means.
1: Any any Sunday shout outs that we do, I always like a grammar with Ethan, because he's, he's really good at some things, but maybe <laughs> grammar. Maybe not so much, but <laughs> um, no offense. But um, so when I when I finished uni, I had no clue what I wanted to do. What could I really offer? I got like a rubbish degree. I got a third um, and a, a rubbish course that really only qualifies you to be a teacher. Obviously, now there's stuff you can take away from that and use skills and stuff. But so what I had to do. Um, I had to go into a business and basically offer myself for free. Can, can I? Can I come here and see what I can do for you? And, um you know, initially it was a week's work experience. Or I think it was it was a it was either a day or a week. I think it was a week. I did the week's work experience, did whatever they asked me to do, and then because I'd really still nothing to offer that <laughs> still I'd just done that for three months. You know, I kept on asking, Can I come back, can I help you out, can I do this here? And I was doing loads of random things, I was doing like all the notice boards or taking all the headshots for like, like now that's a business like people do that for a job I mm. was I was photographing the whole company <laughs> um, like all, all the staff I think there was 50s people and I had to go find them, arrange them, and sh- like photograph them for the website or for the emails or something and then all this mad stuff stuff that you know I was, I was in a way I was adding a small bit of value because I didn't save somebody else from doing that you know save yeah. the
0: HR managers do that or and and that's you showing your eagerness your and yeah. your you're willing to you're willing to go through all the crap of the day just to have a chance. Yeah. And, and like that that means a lot when you're when you're dealing with businesses and entrepreneurs. And
1: it, 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 definitely, it got me chatting to people, it got me I learned me so much like people skills, how to read conversations, what to say, not to say. It was actually an HR job, so quite early on I was involved with like even interviewing and um, being in union meetings or long-term sick or guys that are maybe trying to you know do like sort of cheat the system a bit in terms of their annual leave or their sick pay or something like that you know and you just got you learn so much from that you know and <clears throat> I think those, those are definitely skills now that I have definitely taken on but I would definitely say if you're going in somewhere like that just trying to give as much as you can without really expecting much return because what I got
0: in return eventually was a job somewhere else because mm. I had this great experience, you know. So. Yeah, like Gary, Gary Vee and, and D-Rock and all them boys, like they, they're they massive proponents of that. And it's very applicable in, in creative fields as well.
1: That's a really cool story, actually, if you want to explain that because, a lot, again, a lot of people probably listening aren't overly aware of D-Rock or Gary v, So,
0: like D-Rock is, is Gary Vaynerchuk's, like, uh, I suppose, documenter, like he follows just- them around and videos them all the time and uh, but they're they're big proponents of of doing stuff for free um for, for two reasons. Firstly it's an introduction to to the person you're offering to do the work for. Um, it's it's an in straight away because first of all, not very many people are, are willing to do work for mm-hmm. free. Uh and so the very fact that you're willing to do that just to get the chance to spend some time with them or to get experience doing it um, is, is a testament to your character. Um, but also as well, especially in creative fields, creative people need a portfolio uh, of, exp- of work to show other people. So mm-hmm. if you're a photographer and you need experience at uh, taking pictures of, uh, say, engagement shoots or something, just offer to do it for free for for a while and just like build up your portfolio and you can show people when you eventually start to charge you can show people your best work and you can say look this is what i've done this is what i charge blah 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 whereas if you go in at the very start and you don't have anything to show and say well i'm 150 pound for for a one-hour session they'll look at you and think well what am i getting for this and you've nothing to show for it it's
1: actually a very interesting topic because a friend of mine actually done that um he he probably will be in the podcast some stage next year, but Rob Dyke from Epic Love Photography. Um he'd be widely sort of known now as probably one of Ireland's top Ireland UK top wedding photographer. Um <clears throat> he does so much but how he started, I believe, he did six weddings for free to get a portfolio and then from that he's absolutely smashing it now. Like he's absolutely top of his game and he holds workshops to help photographers improve our business so i think that's awesome so um but yeah that we're, we're definitely
0: getting off the topic so much here <laughs> i don't know really what we're chatting about today but um no i think we're, we're keeping more to more <laughs> to networking than uh, uh than we did last week that's for sure um but no there's there's definitely there's so many different opportunities in uh in different uh, different cities and different organizations and stuff like you uh, and they're they often exist in places you don't even realize like you mm-hmm. if you're in especially in universities and stuff and like they run there's clubs and meetings and organizations all the time about different events wanting to boost your skills and stuff and uh and the same outside of university too like there's loads of um like the junior chamber of commerce which i just joined there recently um in the last in the last month um they're they're a UK-wide organisation, but there's a Belfast chapter, and mm-hmm. and they run events all the time, like trying to uh, boost your skills as an entrepreneur or a, or a business person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they uh, they also run social events and different things like that there. And it's just it's just getting the confidence to go out there and attend one of them now. Just it just happens to be that I haven't been to any of, any of them yet because I haven't I haven't actually had the chance. But with with the junior chamber, I mean, uh, but I've been to like the university runs different events and stuff like all the time. It's just having the confidence to take that step and and through the door and 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 make uh, make conversation and definitely see if you want if you want to improve your your skills from uh, in networking. Um, we've give, we've given away a couple of or two or three copies of. Dale Carnegie's uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it is by far one of the best books you will ever read on. Uh, See mm-hmm. if you do struggle with making those <coughs> uh, those first introductions and having a conversation with someone and uh, and sort of progressing it from there, you'll you'll never get a better book. And there's, I think, we've actually a couple of copies left, so we'll probably, um, I'll definitely give a couple more away. Tell but
1: what, if you reply to this podcast... Texas and quote this. We'll, we'll give you a copy. We've only one to give away, so.
0: I think there's, there's two. There's only one. Is there? Oh, fair enough. Um, well, we'll buy more then. <laughs> um, just just be competition, but. Like you, it's 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 just when someone talks, to, and it's probably one of the first things that that. Um, one of the first things that that me and Mark got, or why I really liked Mark as a person when when we first met, was, uh, like if you tell someone something. Uh, and they remember it the next time that you speak to them. Like, it's been, it,
1: not just been dead on.
0: I know. It's <clears throat> like it's like you. It's like me. Te, if I told someone that I'm a physio, mm-hmm. then the next time I see them, and they ask me how my physio work is, or whatever, um, ask me, was a busy today in the hospital, or were you called out much last night? Like mm-hmm. that. Like that's a personal thing. Like that's that I feel great that that person has remembered that fact about me. And it can be as simple as even remembering someone's name. It's the fact that you introduce yourself to someone at a networking event and you see them the next day in, yeah. be- in Belfast City Centre and you say, oh, there's David. How are you doing, <clears throat> David? Uh, it was a great night last night, blah, blah, blah. And that's all it takes is just remembering those fine details. And that can be something as simple as that's a name.
1: What I like to do... I want to meet somebody new? If I want to meet them, so even a wee thing with, you know, I'll use I'll use um, Gavin Wall as 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 an example. Um, Gavin was so gracious to meet me during the summer for a coffee, and um, like most kind of people, if I'm looking to make an impression or be friends with somebody or be intentionally friends with them, I'll bring them a gift, some small. So I brought, brought Gavin. I bought him a book off Amazon. Give it to him. Um, Chris and Henry our last guest first time I met them I brought them like a lot of stuff out of Tesco's for their office <laughs> you know like spending like 40, 50 quid or something just a lot of really when I'm away to really over and above and beyond just just to be nice and just to set the precedent from the start that this is so much how I, I I value this relationship this friendship you know and I think
0: <clears throat> and you don't you don't necessarily have to go all like spend forty fifty quid. It can no. be as simple as as buying buying the person their lunch just or just
1: some thoughtful that that is not not normal for them. You know, so I do like books It's a good example. I've done that a lot of times with people or um, especially if I've read them myself. So I've actually given the same book away a few times, um, and it's uh, it's a book because the guy that owns Patagonia. Yvonne Gennard, um Let my it's called Let My People Go Surfing, and it's a really interesting business. But I, I love it. But I, I've give that away to a lot of people now.
0: And books books are relatively inexpensive these days. Like if you go on to <clears throat> if you go to Amazon, you can usually find like, um, if not Amazon's price, but if you I'll just try and find it here. But it's like new and used. It's usually underneath it. Um, so like, what's that book called?
1: Mark, oh Yvonne Gennard. um, I uh, let my people go surfing.
0: So I'm just googling or searching it on Amazon now. Here. Um, yeah. So like, you can buy that brand new on Amazon for 1080, or you can uh, buy it new. But just off a different seller on Amazon for like nine pound here, so that's two pound difference. But like um, when we were giving away the the deal, Carnegie books, uh, I bought a whole bunch of them off Amazon, and yeah, so like you can buy them brand new off Amazon for seven pound, or you can buy them brand new off a different seller for three pound. Mm-hmm. So like that's and it's not, look, it doesn't take anything away from that booklet. It's only three pound. It's. Uh, uh, it's an excellent, excellent book, and you'll always see it in a, in a top, top forty or top one hundred best business books. Um, but like, you can buy. So I could buy ten books there for three pound, or ten books three pound each for thirty pound, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and give them away. Like that's and people really appreciate that. Like, especially if you're associating with, with people in our field and, and people who are very proactive, they love mm-hmm. to learn, they love getting involved in new stuff. And, and the fact that someone like us has, has facilitated that they'll, they will remember that. And like Chris and Henry will, will remember Mark doing that for them. And so will Gavin. And that's because as a result now,
1: it's not obviously everyone, but we're, I would say I'm, I'm, pretty good friends with the three of them boys. Like, so, um, yeah i think networking it's always good to <clears throat> start every year i'll i'll have a list of people that i'll want to connect with and it's it sounds a bit weird and creepy but it's not um people i just think like, oh i'll be friends with that person or i think we'd do good business together or oh, they be a good guest or something mm-hmm. like that. and i just have a list it's not a list that i go like, actively seek just, it doesn't
0: stand outside their house <coughs> or nothing. No, but it just—it just, it just
1: means, it, it means if you ever go to an event or you're there somewhere, somebody, and you go, "Oh, there's your man there," or there's, mm-hmm. there's that girl, she—they're she, on my list, and it's a bit like, it's kind of like Pokemon Go or something. Like it's like <laughs> you just have it. just makes your your networking or relationship building a bit more strategic, maybe. Um, you're not just. Blindly throwing business card at everybody, or mm. you're being really specific, and
0: well, it's like even again that I keep coming back to this, but it's important to make that distinction that our business is is benefits extremely well from that. But even if you take some random, I don't know, like an IT company or something, and you work in this IT company, and you think or say you own this IT company, and you think well. Uh, our business could do really well if we had some association with this other firm or this other mm-hmm. uh, other company that can do this here or whatever it might be it's as simple as finding out who the guy is in that company who uh, is head of whatever project that you're wanting to get involved with and saying to him look would you like to uh, like to do lunch some days up in Belfast or uh, get grab a cup of coffee or something like that there and then just going through all the steps that we've talked through already and like that you're that's being proactive that's seeking that's seeking out that individual and and wanting to to get to know them and uh, and they they will remember you for that
1: probably the biggest thing is literally be yourself literally be just be you you don't have to hide you don't have to pretend to be anybody because if you do that just gets exhausting and the further you go into something but i think um literally be yourself everybody has your own unique things that people like and all connect with um, so just, just literally be yourself and that, that that can be really tough for people because they think that oh, they might not like me or they might not accept me but they, they will if you're authentic and genuine and just yourself, your own personality, your own quirks everybody- I, would,
0: I would push back on that a bit and just say that, that- you definitely be yourself, yes, in one sense, but everyone can improve and like their communication oh, 100%, skills and 100% stuff 100% like. that But you only enhance what you have. Yeah. Actually. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's <coughs> not it, it,
1: the, I mean, more your. Yeah. I would say I wouldn't say that's your personality. That's more your yeah. skills, like yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
0: Just to make that distinction. But
1: yeah, so yeah, I think um, just 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 to recap, everything Yeah, so be specific, be yourself, be confident, and be a nice person. <laughs>
0: I think that well I think that was a lot more civil than last week um definitely was uh so hopefully you got a bit of clarification at the start of this episode and we're we're still, so,
1: we're still friends so that's
0: good uh just remember uh, we're gonna be posting something on instagram later on about this episode so if you comment under it uh what will we get in? comment comment under it um tell us what you enjoyed about the episode now well then we don't what if someone just does it randomly
1: We'll, we'll,
0: be we'll give them a specific phrase to say. Type a comment. I want to win friends, and 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 on our next post, Wow. Uh, I want to win friends and influence people because uh, that's the name of the book. Uh, so we'll give we'll give that away to anyone that does it. Give us feedback as well. So, tell it if you enjoyed <clears throat> it. Let us know. Uh, we're on on Instagram at Honest But
1: thank thanks so much to all our regular listeners now because we have guys that do that like Stephen Brown you are an absolute legend. Um, You're flipping listen to it every week before work, and it's class, and we, we flipping love that. So thank you so much, mate, um, and everybody else that's doing that as well. Um, So we're going to release some information soon about your next event. We're just so close to confirming two more speakers, two, two last guests, and um, we're, we're really excited to do that because it's going to be class. It's going to be really next level. Um, So hope everybody has an, a lovely day. Um, well,
0: we could give them a date.
1: 22nd of February. Yeah. That's confirmed. Put it in
0: your diaries now.
1: Confirmed Friday night, the 22nd of February, 2019, in the Grand Opera House.
0: But we'll take you guess at a different date. Yeah. I can't do that yet. As soon as we
1: confirm them. As soon as we know, you'll know. So, no guys, I hope you enjoyed today and sure, we will speak to you soon.
0: Thanks very much. Cheers.